I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, January the 4th, and I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. We welcome you, those who are listening today, uh, those on the podcast and those on the radio app. We welcome you and those who are watching today on Facebook and uh, those watching on YouTube. We're glad to have you with us. As you can see, if you're watching, uh, we're back to normal. I, I say normal. I don't know that your, your host is normal, but uh, yesterday we had that group uh, with, that was with us, a men's quartet from West Coast Baptist College, and we, we packed them all in here. And uh, they sang, did a good job, and that was a wonderful time. And I hope that song was a blessing to you. I appreciate those guys being willing to sing. And uh, so that was yesterday. We had our school chapels yesterday. And so this morning has felt a little bit different. We normally have our chapel services on Wednesday, uh, but we did not this week. But we are looking forward to tonight, 7 o'clock, prayer meeting and Bible study. We're back in the book of Revelation. You don't want to miss this series. We're going through. Uh, we're going to be in Revelation uh, chapter 8, and we'll get into chapter 9 tonight, and uh, I hope you'll be here. You know, it's amazing all that is going on in our world, and uh, all the things we're hearing about in the headlines. Uh, it's just as if God is just setting the stage and just getting everything right into place for uh, the second coming of Jesus Christ. That trumpet's going to sound, and uh, we know the rapture will take place. And then after the rapture, we'll be in heaven. Those that are saved will be in heaven. But then the Bible says down here on this earth, there will be a tribulation period, a, a time of, of the judgment and the wrath of God being poured out for seven years. And that's the Antichrist and all of that, all of the judgments, the, the, the trumpet judgments, the, the bold judgments, and the seal judgments. Uh, but then after that, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ will come back and uh, that's what we refer to as the Battle of Armageddon, when the, the armies of the world are fighting against each other. In Revelation 19, Jesus Christ comes back and he sets up his kingdom and he rules and reigns on this actual earth, the earth that you and I are living on right now. Jesus Christ will rule this earth for 1,000 years from Jerusalem, and uh, that'll be the 1,000-year the reign. And when Jesus comes back, Revelation 19, that is the culmination of what we call the second coming. Jesus Christ is coming again. And uh, he could come today in by way of rapture. And I hope you listen for that trumpet to sound and be living every day as if this could be the day that Jesus will come back. But I'm excited about tonight, our, our uh, Bible study. Brother Nathan will have our teens. They'll be in their service, Teens on Target. We'll have our master clubs back, which We've taken a few weeks break because of Christmas, but that'll all be back in action tonight, 7 o'clock. Don't miss the service. It'll be a blessing. And uh, what a great way to start off the new year on a Wednesday night to be in church. Many of you were in church Sunday. Praise God. Let's be in church tonight. And then uh, this coming Sunday, Brother Bruce Fry 
will be with us all day. We'll have a wonderful day. I'm looking forward to that. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow and uh, Friday, and we'll maybe get some songs by Brother Fry so you can uh, hear him. Most of you have heard him, uh, but for those that have not, you are in for a treat. It's going to be good. Happy birthday today to Paul D. Berry. Brother Paul, hope you have a great day. Happy birthday today to Thomas Dixon. Uh, Thomas, hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, I was um, enjoying the year-end video um, this past Sunday night, enjoying seeing uh, some of, uh, of you and your brother. And of course, uh, Caleb was here. Uh, but then Brother Nathan in your uh, Valentine banquet skit. I hope you guys are getting ready for that because that's going to be here soon. And we're counting on it. We're counting on some more advice uh, for, for couples and more advice for our relationships. Hope you got something ready for us, uh, Thomas. And then happy birthday today to Diane Hux. Miss Diane, hope you have a great day and a happy birthday to you. Let's pray for our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, pray for one another, and uh, let's uh, pray that uh, God would send revival, that we would experience revival in our own hearts and in our own lives, but then that it would spread to our church, uh, to our community, to our state, to our country, and around the world. Let's hear a great song today. This is a good one. Uh, it's going to be a happy day. I hope today's a happy day, but it's going to be a happy day uh, when we get to heaven. Right after this song, we'll look at our Bible study in Psalm 119. What a happy time that's sure to be When my Jesus I shall see I hear Him calling me away From this old world forever to stay And when I take my Savior's hand In that blessed promised land I'll shout and sing through the endless ages Oh, what a happy day Oh, what a happy day What a happy day That will be when we gather there Stairs. We'll meet with those who have gone before, James and John and a million more. What a happy time that's sure to be, oh what a happy day, what a happy day. And when I walk into heaven fair, I'll see my blessed Savior there. He'll place a crown upon my head, give me a robe of white to Ages, oh, what a happy day. Oh, what a happy day. What a happy day. That will be when we gather there. Oh, what a happy day. What a happy day. When we climb those golden stairs. We'll meet with those who've gone before. James and John and a million more. What a happy time that's sure to be. Oh, what a happy day. We'll meet with those who have gone before James and John and a million more What a happy time that's sure to be Oh, what a happy day What a happy time that's sure to be Amen. 
for that. What a happy day. And I hope you're happy today. It's raining outside. That's okay. Uh, it was beautiful this morning. I couldn't believe it. It was about 60 degrees at 7 o'clock this morning. And uh, what a blessing. You know, what a privilege that we have to get to, uh, to live and to breathe and to serve God. And, you know, we talk about the weather, but, you know, the truth is if it were 100 degrees, God'd still be good and we'd, we'd make the most of it. If it were below zero, we'd still praise God and rejoice and all that stuff. But uh, I hope you're having a good day. I hope it's a happy day for you. And if you know the Lord, uh, you have reason to be happy. Happiness is to know the Lord. And uh, I hope you know him today. If you don't know him, uh, you can know him because Jesus loves you and he died for you. And he died to save you so you could have eternal life and you could have a home in heaven for all of eternity. Let's look at Psalm 119. And uh, we are in, let's see, verse number 74. It says, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. Now that's an interesting verse. Uh, by the way, I hope that's true about your life that when people uh, see you, they are glad. <laughs> I hope that it's not the case that when people see you coming, uh, they're like, oh no, here he comes. Oh no, what's he going to be complaining about now? I hope that when people see us coming, I hope there is joy. I hope there's a gladness. I hope there's a, a blessing that comes. And you know, as a Christian, uh, you ought to have that kind of a personality. Uh, you ought to have that kind of a disposition, that kind of a spirit that people enjoy being around you. Uh, we ought to be a testimony for the Lord. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I hope that we have that kind of a spirit. But here David says, not just because of my uh, personality or not just because of uh, maybe my countenance, but he says this, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. So David is saying, I I've got a confidence in God. My trust is in God, so therefore, when those that fear the Lord, when they see me, they are glad because they know that I also fear the Lord and I also love the Lord and I also have my confidence in the Lord. Uh, there is a, a camaraderie. Uh, there is a spirit of unity. Uh, the, someone's spirit is in agreement with your spirit when you're on the same page, when you believe the Bible, when you know the Lord. You've got that, uh, you've got that connection. I'm not trying to be weird or spooky, but you can tell. Uh, my wife and I, we often laugh. We'll, we'll get around people that, that know some people that we've known or been in some places where we've been. And it's almost like you can just pick up right where you left off after years and years, and sometimes it's people that you've never even met, but you, you feel that connection. Well, can I tell you, we ought to have a fear of God, a reverence of God, a respect for the things of God. And when you fear the Lord, you will be encouraged when you see others that fear the Lord. Now, maybe you don't have the opportunity to work with Christian people. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you're the only one uh, that, that is a Christian, or maybe you're the only one that acts like a Christian, or you're the only one that is, is, is vocal or unashamed about being a Christian. Maybe your case is that your entire office or your entire department, maybe you've got other Christians there. What a blessing. Be thankful for that. Uh, but if you don't have that at work, 
Uh, can I tell you, you're going to have to find some friends. You're going to have to find some people that love the Lord and that fear God because that's going to help you. Uh, I'm not saying you have to quit your job. Please don't misunderstand me. You say, well, none of the people I work with are Christians, so I'm going to quit my... No, 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 don't do that. Maybe God has put you there so you can be a witness. Maybe God has put you there so you can be a testimony, so that you can show Christ uh, to others. But there's going to have to be some time where you connect with godly people that fear God, Christian people, uh, people that love God, people that want to serve God. And you know where I'm going with this. I can't think of a better place than the church. That's why Jesus uh, loved the church. He gave himself for the church because he knew we would need the church. We would need a place where we could uh, come out from the world. That's what a church is. The word in the Greek is ekklesia. It's a called out assembly of believers. Well, what are we called out of? We're called out of the world. We're, we're called out to be different. We're called out to be holy and sanctified and set apart for the Lord. And so the church is a wonderful place where you can get around people that also fear God. And you know what happens to me when I get to church? Boy, I get glad. I get happy because I get to see the people of God. I get to see people that love God and people that want to serve God. I get to see my brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, what a blessing. David says, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. Not only did David have a mutual respect and a mutual reverence for God like those peers, but also David said, I have hoped in thy word. Now, I've said it many times, but I'll say it again. The word hope in the Bible is not the same way that we use the word hope today. When I use the word hope, I might say, you know, I really hope uh, that it stops raining. Well, and the truth is, I don't know. I think it's supposed to rain the rest of the afternoon. Um, but, but that's a hope. That, that, that's just a wish. That's just maybe uh, just something I just kind of throw out there. I don't know what's going to happen. And even if the weatherman said it was going to stop raining this afternoon, you and I both know that doesn't mean it's going to stop raining, right? But that's not what this word hope means. David doesn't say, you know, I, I wish God's word were true. I wish that I could believe it. I wish that God's word would, uh, would come to pass and I wish God would keep his promises. Oh no, that's not what that word hope means. The word hope in verse number 74 is the word trust. It is the word expect. It, it has the idea in the Bible of a confidence in God. And I want to tell you, I hope that when people see me, I hope they will be glad because I hope they'll see somebody that has confidence in God. Uh, my confidence uh, is not in the economy. My confidence is not in the stock market. My confidence is not in a politician. Uh, my confidence is not in a dear close friend that I'm really trusting in. My confidence is in Jesus Christ. And friend, I hope that's where your confidence is. Uh, I love the song we sing, The Solid Rock. We sing it in church. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. I hope you'll have hope and have trust and have confidence in God and His Word. Let's get back to fearing God. Let's get a reverence and a respect uh, for God and how great He is and how holy He is. And then let's encourage others when they get around us. Let's make it very obvious that we fear the Lord 
and that we trust him. Hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you tonight at church, many of you, seven o'clock. And uh, if you have a church that you attend, I hope you'll be in your place, be in your church tonight, and hope you have a great service. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.